Hello, everyone. How goes it? This is where I'm waiting for you to answer. Okay, good. Uh, Anyway, I want to let you know that the episode you are about to hear is the very first episode of Todd Perry and my brand new podcast. It's called Allison and Todd After Hours. Um, Todd, I feel like you probably already know, you know, just to be perfectly honest, because I'm only ever perfectly honest with all of you. Something that vexes me, and I think it maybe it vexes all podcasters, is this question of when I am doing the show, am I talking to the people that listen every week or am I talking to brand new people? And I try to do a balancing act of talking about talking to both. However, I often feel that the people who listen every week are like, yeah, we know, we know. But I feel like if I don't stop to explain, then the brand new person might feel alienated. It's really a conundrum wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in bacon. Anyway, uh, I suspect you already know, but Todd Perry is the guy with whom I did Upworthy Weekly lighthearted news podcast for over a year. Uh, That recently has gone into retirement but we did not want to let the thing we have going die uh, because we enjoy podcasting with each other so much. So we were like, let's get together and continue the podcast and do all the stuff we couldn't do with Upworthy Weekly because Upworthy Weekly was very, um, you know, Upworthy. So now we can be a little spicier, which is what this one is. We talked about so much stuff I hope you'll enjoy it. We talked about sex. We talked about drugs. We talked about salad dressing. I mean, all the stuff that great literature is written about and songs are written about and sung about and dances are danced about. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I honestly am forgetting a little bit some of the things we talked about. You can let me know. And if you love it, or even if you can tolerate it, but want to tolerate or love more, the way you get more is patreon.com slash Allison and Todd, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. There's only one level and it's $2 a month. So uh, we purposefully set it at a very low level because we figured the majority of people, $2 a month is not something where that makes you go like, can I do this? I don't know. Um, I hope that doesn't show that I'm grossly out of touch with the average listener. I'm joking when I say that. Also, I'm also feeling like, excuse me, I should just delete this intro and redo it in a less facetious way. However, I am already late to get our faux Easter on the books. We're going down to my parents and we're going on Saturday instead of Sunday because I just going down there on a Sunday bef- the night before school is it's too risky, not risque, but risky because there's a good chance we're going to get home too late and then everyone will be in a bad mood the next day. So that's what I'm doing. And um, I hope you're doing something fun, too. OK, here's the episode. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And do let me know what you think of it. I am curious. And you know all the ways to get in touch. But uh, at Allison Rosen, at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show 
at gmail.com. Those are the ways. The the <clears throat> you can actually there's a form on my website, AllisonRosen.com. I mostly only receive spam there. So I would welcome something that's not spam. And there was something else I was gonna say. Oh yeah. If you like what you're hearing, <laughs> leave us a iTunes review, won't you? For this podcast, even though you're about to hear a different podcast. I don't care. I read your rule book and I threw it away. Okay, here we go. It's Allison and Todd After Hours, the show where Allison Rosen doesn't have to be your best friend or give parenting advice, and Todd Perry drops the good news shtick and acts like an adult, if that's even possible. Now dim the lights, pour yourself a beverage, and join us in the After Hours Lounge. Hello, and uh, welcome back to the uh, After Hours Lounge, open for the first night. We've got a big line of people out out there waiting to come in and see uh, the first ever of the uh, Allison and Todd After Hours show. Allison Rosen, how you doing? I was hounded when I walked. I mean, it was like a homecoming for me as I walked through the crowd. People are so excited for the show. I would be remiss if I didn't draw attention to the fact that you're using a different voice than I'm used to you using. Is this your after hours voice? Just on the intro. Now okay. we're going to go we're going to go back. Oh yeah. No, you're back now. Now you're back. I liked it a lot though. I liked it. It just felt new and spicier. Anything could have happened. Well, I I think it felt phony as well. Mm. I feel like you're it's a now we are like half and half. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm making you self-conscious. Oh no, it's okay. Now, now I'm just going to talk like I normally talk on a podcast. This is sort of like I remember contests with friends when I was younger. Like, let's see how long we can go without being sarcastic. And then and then you can't you like everything becomes sarcastic really quickly. Your attempt oh. to talk normally is you're not going to be able to do it. It's like my buddy Dom in from England. He introduced me to this thing called the game. What? Oh wait, this is ringing a bell. What is it? Where the moment you think about the game, you've lost the game. So he we he introduced this to me like twenty years ago, and then mm-hmm. I'll just be walking down the street and I go, oh, "I lost the game" because I thought of the game. You can never oh. forget it. So yeah, and. The game is just, and when when it pops in your head, it's specifically Dom talking about the game? Yeah, basically. So <laughs> maybe five years from now, you'll be walking down the street and you'll hear like a British accent being like, mm-hmm. hey, governor, you just lost the game. And then uh, you'll be like, oh, I man, will... I just lost. Wow. What a fun new thing for my brain to do. There you go. Yeah. It, you know, it's, all, it's also like in golf, like you tell a buddy, you go, whatever you do, when you get to the top of your backswing, don't think about your mother naked. Now, is that a way of psyching someone out? Yeah, because no matter what, when you go, okay, don't think about my mother right. naked. When you're standing over the ball, then, of course, you get to the top of the swing, and then yeah. you get this horrifying... Okay. Right. It's like, don't think of a pink elephant. Right. But, I mean, not to say that that's what your mom looks like naked. <laughs> no, okay. This just jarred something, because this is... 
Allison and Todd after hours, I can talk right. about it. Please. This this wasn't on the rundown, but this is, again, things that you don't want to think about. Mm-hmm. Recently, I was, we're going way off the map here, but I'll keep it brief. I was in South Carolina because my father passed away. I'm sorry. So, and my stepmom is 86 years old and just an old kick-ass 86-year-old woman from New Jersey. And we were transferring over all of her and my father's like old like Super 8 VHS tapes, like the smaller VHS tapes people mm-hmm. used to have, like in a Sony camcorder. Yes, we had those too. Yeah. So my sister says to my 86-year-old stepmother, before I go to transfer these, just let me know <laughs> if there's anything weird in there. Oh, that's yes. Smart. And she said, quote, he said he threw that away. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ew! I'm sorry. Yes. No, the only appropriate answer is weird. What do you mean? Right, exactly. Yeah, you're supposed to... Oh, he said... Oh, oh, oh. Wait, how how old was your dad? When he passed away, he was, I guess, 81. Okay, so he had jacked up with an older woman. Oh, yeah. Five years older. (laughs) More mature woman. Right. Uh, yeah, so this was a very disturbing thing to me. And then I like I was like laying in bed at night and I was thinking like, who films themselves having sex? Because most people in general probably, you know, no one wants to see that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so I was like, wow, my dad and my stepmom were kinksters. Yuck, yuck. You know, I feel like maybe there was like a time where people did that. I mean, I'm sure there's people who still do it now, but like remember sex lies and videotape. And I just think there was an era, whereas now everyone's very aware of the perils of doing that. Mm. I pride myself. There is, there's no sex tapes that exist of me. There's no, uh, nudie photos. There's no anything. Mm. What there are. And I've discussed this before. A lot of photos of my kids with boogers in their nostrils, because I will say to them, do you want to blow your nose? No. You, have a, you, you got some boogies in there. No. Do you want to see a picture? Okay. And then I'll show them a picture of what's happening. And I really should delete them, but instead I'm going to make an art installation. Well, that, that can follow them around forever because the cloud is forever. So like those, book, those boogie shots yeah. uh, can come back to haunt them. And I'm sure at some point you posted them on Instagram. I never have, but I will someday. I, but there's actually one that's like super cute of Owen. And I have to thank God. I, I've, I've, for, I've forgotten what it is for a second. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There's a, that's a boogie shot. <laughs> <laughs> Can't put that up. So wait, are there, you've never filmed yourself having sex? No, I've, I've never done that. I've never sent a junk shot. Same. Uh, I, I, I just feel so tame. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Oh, the thing is, I've seen myself having sex like in a in a room that had a a, a mirror. S- Las Vegas. Uh, no, this is uh, s- uh, somewhere off of Sweetser Avenue in Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> similar. Okay, and what was your reaction? Because I have a reaction to share after. Yeah, I, like at first you're like you're, you're you know you're focused on what you're doing, and mm-hmm. then then you then you slowly you know that meme and it has like the puppet just like kind of turning its head a little yes. bit, going side eye. You kind of yeah. look to the side and you're like, oh, huh, and then and then you then you kind of want to like porn it up a little bit, mm-hmm. like oh gee, I look really like 
not interesting while making sweet love. I like right. maybe do, do I reposition myself? Mm-hmm. And then then the other person's going, why do they seem so inattentive? Right. Right. Yeah. So I also have looked at myself in a mirror. For me, it wasn't Sweetser Avenue. It was Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, my thought was, oh, God, it was like horrifying. <laughs> like, that's not at all what I wanted to think this looked like. I'm trying to remember what the, the I'm just trying to remember what I saw. Whatever it was, I was like, I never want to see that again. <laughs> yeah, almost as bad as like seeing a parent or something. Yes. I mean, I think seeing a parent would be worse, but still. Uh, yeah, I, you know, the thing is, it also makes you appreciate the people who do it professionally because mm, it's not it's just, art. yeah, it's not just being good looking. It's also like, you know, having the motions right and look, being sincere, having the conviction, being able to simulate, you know, uh, pleasure. You know, mm. there's a whole, it's a, you have to be a five tooled player, really, <laughs> to get in there and make that happen. Can I tell you something that I learned on TikTok? And I do think we should make it clear, though, even though this is Allison and Todd after hours. Or are we doing Todd and Allison after hours? Allison and Todd. Okay. But I do think as a nickname, we should call it TNA because that's fun. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Yes, I do like that. We can go with that. Someone Someone recommended that. I had thought of it, but also I think it was at Lisa Lowry. I am apologies to whoever said TNA. And I was like, yes, I love that uh, because you deserve your moment in the sun and I'm depriving you of it. And I'm sorry, I'll figure it out. But anyway, um, this is not just going to be about sex. I don't even think it's primarily going to be about sex. We're just starting out strong. Yeah, we just came right out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a, we've have a lot, have a lot of stuff pent up from Joseph R. Upworthy's, you know, strict uh, content guidelines. Um, I'm joking. But anyway, except, I mean, I'm joking, but like, obviously, we couldn't say bad words and stuff on that one. Yeah. So, or talk about what I'm about to say. On TikTok, there was an adult performer who was talking about what they use for, like, money shots and things. Oh. And I didn't realize that's not ejaculate, oftentimes, because apparently it doesn't look, like, it doesn't read well enough on camera. So they'll use <laughs> um, Cetaphil. Do you know what that is? Isn't that a drug? Is no. It, so it's, then, um, isn't that, oh. I think you're, there are drugs that sound like it. No, Cetaphil is a face wash. And oh. my dermatologist has it. And I, was, I used it at the dermatologist recently. And as I squeezed it in my hand, I was like, huh. Yep. It's mm. like sort of milky and translucent. And it does look like it. Uh, and then um, if they need something that has like a good taste, they'll sometimes use, I think... Did she say coconut milk, maybe? So anyway, I mean, it it really takes me out of the moment now. Oh, geez. I I had no idea. I know. Me neither. You said something like it doesn't track well or it it doesn't fill well. It doesn't read well. Yeah, I think it does. I don't know if it... I don't know if it doesn't... I don't know what it doesn't do that they want it to. I think it doesn't show up enough or something. Oh. Imagine, Imagine being the guy that it does read well. Imagine how proud you feel going into work. Oh, my work. God. I know. And like, the guy comes up with the big mason jar full of Sidenafil or whatever. Sidenafil, <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no. Right. We're, right right yeah. over here. Reads well. We don't even need that. We could even turn right. down the lighting a little bit in here. You yeah. Know? It'd be like, do you know how much money I'm saving you since you can slash your jizz budget? 
And the other thing I wanted to quickly say is that, in my opinion, the language of hatred begins with the self. Ah! People want to know what level to never have to hear that again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll think about it. So, Todd, we have we've received some questions on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Now, presumably, if you're hearing this, you already know what the address is. Uh, but anyway, would you should we get into that or do we have other stuff to do before we get into to a question or two? Yeah, I'd like to get into a, a couple questions here. Uh, also, later on today's show, we got we're going to talk a little bit about uh, disastrous things that have happened during dinners. And uh, if we have time, a little bit of a mental health minute. But let's just. Mm. Top maybe I don't know take three where we went a little okay. long we had no idea we were gonna get all kinky Sexual. in the beginning yeah yeah I know uh, I know and did, we had no idea we were gonna get kinky based on a sad story about like handling your father's affairs <laughs> yes okay some questions let's see here. Uh, so Lisa Krolasik says, I just want details on what happened the first time you two met in person. Did you hug, shake hands, cry tears of happiness? So you were just on my Thursday show. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that we had never met in person, but I was mm-hmm. very excited to meet you in person. I was already in the studio. I forget why. Who Was it Renee who was on that episode? Yes, yes. Okay, so I was already in the studio with Tony and were there any no no kids yet and then daniel uh walked out with you and i was like oh my god and i, I heard hear him talking to you and i was like oh my god it's todd and i gave you a hug yes uh yeah that's and about i think right. i said it's so good to meet you in person yes and then i th- i agreed yeah. and and then internally i thought to myself she's taller than i thought <gasps> that's what i thought about you Oh, really? Yeah. See, we're yes. both two strapping tall people. We are statuesque. Um, and I was wearing what I normally wear when I record at home, which is just slippers. So I did not have the added benefit of like heels or anything. Um, the thing is, I am hearing a slight echo. <laughs> Wait, maybe. Oh, I, there's an echo cancellation I can turn on. Okay. Nope. Cannot be changed while recording. That's okay. It's very slight. Um you were a little taller than I had expected, but I think I knew maybe that you were going to be tall. Had you mentioned it before? Had we discussed this? I think so. I think you once mentioned, we were talking about it on the Upworthy show, and you said, quote, I remember this because you said, I said, quote, I'm 5'7". And no, I I'm thought 5'6". 5'6". You know, oh, okay. Mm, yeah. But I thought to myself... She's probably, I would say you're, A, you're, you're taller than 5'6", you're 5'7". Measure Ooh, yourself. You. You've grown. Um, I love that for me. But yes, so that that's <laughs> what I thought. And I, I thought, because I, I don't know from photos, I don't know whether just the mean height of the average guest you have on your show is pretty tall. So right. therefore, you appear shorter. Yes. Like, there was some guy that must have been like seven foot eight that was on the show he recently. He was six five, six, six, or six, seven. I think you're talking about Matt Lieb. Yes. He's extremely tall. Yeah. That, like, shockingly so. Yeah. And then I, I thought, you know, if that guy's 6'1", then Allison Rosen is like, little people, big world. Mm, yes. She's out there building a trebuchet and launching pumpkins. You That's know? right. Um, Is that what they do on that show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't know they launched the- pumpkins. I thought that was Chunkin Pumpkin, Pumpkin Chunkin something. There's some show called like Pumpkin Chunkin or something. It could have been. I mean, I think there was a big, great big like trebuchet craze in like 2008. Yes, there was. There was. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so I noted that you were tall. Uh, wait, how tall are you? I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess you're like six two. You're like six one. Okay. Yeah. Woo. We both thought the other one was an inch taller than they are. And except <laughs> I'm gonna go measure myself and find out what I am. How tall is your wife? Five six, I believe. Hmm. Okay. So, and then while during the show, I was just marveling at like, I have, I think I've pretty much only ever seen you from the very front. I mean, just in one dimension, two dimensions from the front. So here you are, there's a, your head, (laughs) there's a whole back of it. I mean, there's, you know, just my brain was just like connecting the dots. Yeah, it is kind of, I think I did say, Allison, this is the first time I've seen you in three dimensions. Yes, exactly. There's so, a, a yeah. depth. Exactly. So that was that. Um, was my studio smaller than you expected? Well, it was kind of funny. When I got in, because it was a group show, I, I sat down, and, and, and given by the way, I thought you would sit by where you are currently, where you have right. the Allison Rosen, your best friend, signed behind you. Uh, I sat down, and <laughs> I sat down, and then I hear Tony go, you're in her seat. <laughs> oh, he oh. said it in that way? <laughs> it, it wasn't the most welcoming thing, and he's such a sweet guy. Yeah. And no, it was like, uh, and I was like, oh, geez, I don't know. And then I thought, do I appear like I'm trying to take over the show? Like, No, I'm- you didn't. It made, my memory is that he said, Oh, that's where Allison sits. But maybe you're right that he did say it in a little more aggressive way. Um, maybe and then I you're just like, took it that way. I don't know. I mean, it does happen to me that I will think something had an edge and then on a show and I'll listen back and I'm like, oh, I totally imagined that. So if it did come out weird, he definitely didn't mean it that way. Um I, I say speaking for him but anyway yes oh no he's a right. total sweetheart yeah he's very nice um but i remember you being like oh oh i just assumed that you sat there in front of your signs and it totally makes sense why you would think that it's insane that i have different places of sitting depending on which format it is it, it's making everyone's life more difficult yeah, I would. That would really disturb, like the butt groove that you have working in right. your chair. Yeah, you know. I'm trying to think why I do that. I think for the group show, I feel like it benefits me to be sitting at the head of the table so that I can see everyone at once versus like swiveling back and forth. I don't know because it's a rectangular table. Yes, and so I remember then I was thrust into thinking Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm when when people sit around a dinner table. He's like, oh, I got a middle. I got yeah. a middle now. And you got to work both sides of the table, you know. <laughs> and there is, there is a bit of a swivel going on, you know, where you, right. when you're talking, you're like, I'm talking to Allison, I'm talking to Daniel. I'm talking to Allison, I'm talking to Daniel. And I, I found your husband... Uh, obviously, I knew his personality from hearing him on your show, but I found him to be actually, he has a very warm energy about him, I oh, think. Thank That's you. what I thought. He's kind of a, uh, I don't think it's Teddy a good bear? U- I was going to say that, but I think that's like saying like like he's like a, a bear. 
Yeah. You know, like like a like a, a warm member of the gay community, and those are usually like physically hairy. very big right. and hairy people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put him in that bucket, right? But just seem a warm human being is is what I'm saying. Um, would you would you say he's snuggly? <laughs> I think we did like I think a you half mean hug? friendly. Yeah, like you mean friendly and welcoming. It's interesting because uh, RJ City. One of the many wrestlers I've had on my show since I am a wrestling podcast, but now I'm a Vanderpump podcast. He was very surprised when he met Daniel because he expected, because Daniel was more like, had better posture than he was imagining. <laughs> and I explained that it, because he's only, he had only ever seen Daniel on Zoom. So he just assumed that in real life, Daniel had like a hunched over thing <laughs> going on. And I was like, no, that's just because he hates him. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, looking at the questions. Um, well, I would like to hear Todd. Oh, no, you already answered that. I was going to, it's the one about the format, but you already answered that in the questions. So, okay. Super van, super fan Giovanni. There's two questions in here. Should we do both? You want me to choose one? Uh, pick one. Okay. Um, how do you feel about both of you having show-defining diary segments and how weird it is you're not only unaware you both had the parallel thought for the bit idea, but that your diary entries themselves from 20-plus years ago are also very parallel in thought? So, yes, I on Childish, we had Explosive Diary, which was so <laughs> much fun. And then we'd, we'd introduce it, and then we'd make fart sounds into the mic, which was... Uh, very classy. Um, but then we would read from our old diaries and it was so much fun. However, Greg ran out of diaries. Oh, so yeah. So I was like, damn, but even before that I had been having people read from their diaries on Alison Rosen's new best friend. So I, I don't know which one he's, uh, Giovanni is referring to, but regardless. Yes. Yes. And I have, I guess, on one of the early episodes of the the Far Out podcast, there's a plug, um, (laughs) where you can hear lots of stuff that just has not aged well. But um, the Far Out podcast, I did a thing called Todd's Diary, where I just handed my diary to like a buddy, and I was just like, open a page. And so we went through it, and it's stuff like about how I got like my bike stolen while going to see Hook, and like... It's very much, I think, if you read it, I don't know, there was an old SNL bit where they had Fisher-Price wishing wells for sensitive boys. <laughs> it's a picture of, like, you know, so like an funny. 11-year-old kid looking into the water and, like, thinking about his life. And it was very that. He'll enjoy running his little fingers around the edge of the well. On days when he's had too much... He'll lean on it and contemplate his reflection. Some kids like to play. Others just sort of wait for adulthood. And it made me realize that I'm actually, I don't know how many guys do that, um, thinking few, that actually I wanted to sit and write a diary. So most Mm -hmm. of my teen years, I have a pretty robust, thick diary of stuff in there. And I read back at it and I wrote a lot of euphemisms in there for things because I didn't want to like potentially get caught like, uh, like sexy if, things, a little mildly sexy things or mildly druggy things, you know, and so yes, so that was like a really popular episode of that podcast that everybody would always reference. It's like, oh, bring back the diary, bring back the diary. So, 
today I woke up so late, I got to school in third period. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad all day. He does have a radio voice, huh? Wait, 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 wait. Who actually do it? <laughs> it was kind of a low self-esteem day. <laughs> <laughs> See, the whole time, the whole time that this book... Which... <laughs> You know, the whole time... Which I usually don't have. <laughs> Todd, is a moody, Todd is a moody motherfucker. <laughs> okay, today was an average day. My hair is getting a bit longer, which is great. <laughs> don't beat the man while he's down, dude. Don't beat the man while... Don't. You got more. I'm done. I'm done. done. Uh, Wednesday, April 29th, 1992. I don't believe it. Rodney King's beating trial, the police were not guilty. There is looting and fires in LA. Gotta sleep. Thursday, April 30th. I am scared. <laughs> you lived where? In Torrance. Yeah, no, lived... but there was there ain't shit going on <laughs> in Torrance. There was shit going on, man. <laughs> no, but there was. You could see all the the fires. And stuff. Yes, I know. I lived in Pedro. We I got mean, the I day could off. See that shit. We got the day off. Well, this is this, I'm this sorry. is like Go time timeless shit, man. Todd was scared. Uh, it's about time for the city's curfew. <laughs> he had an emotional news, day. The news is on all channels. Seventeen people dead. I'm I hope sorry. none of it reaches here. The horizon is gray smoke. I can frequently hear sirens. It's like war. No school tomorrow. I don't know when this will end. I am sad. And I think probably maybe there's a parallel in the tone of the diaries because I think that Alice and I are... Similar. I think, yeah, similar people when it comes to... I'm almost like... You know, I, I, I feel like a, a weird, like... Male female image of the same thing. Yes. You know? Yes. That's why wh- one of the ideas I had for the show was twinsies, which I thought was goofy. I but... like that idea. I know you think I don't, but I like it. I thought it was yeah. funny. So I thought it was funny, but yeah, I think I think that I think in in that same way, I was thinking about this. Is like Alice and I are like two English people, and there's like one seat open on the bus. <laughs> And no one sits down because the person yeah. goes, no, 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 you. sir, please, yeah. please, you sit down. No, I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. please, please. I'm totally sorry. Why don't you just sit down on the bus? You know, and then we both sit down and stare at the chair because no one's going to be the person that takes the chair. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Joanna McD. If you had to turn the podcast into a very niche pod, what would each of you choose? Tortoises, anvils? Basically, what's a weird interest you each have that we don't know about? Allison. Uh, I'm thinking. I mean, what I wanted to say is something about words because I'm just like fascinated by words and I love words, but I feel like people know that I'm into that. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I'm into that they don't know about. I mean, I also have this weird fascination with nose jobs. <laughs> to be, like I, I like to look at before and after pictures and right now I'm looking at like a lot of before and after pictures of like laser treatments and things like that um but I don't know that I would actually want to do a podcast about that but I could like talk extensively about that um but maybe that's an interest that not everyone knows I have except that I have been talking about that kind of stuff on the podcast lately oh I like 
nose job with I just nose just job calling it nose. Rosen. Yeah. And then you talk to different guys in the rhinoplasty business. Yes. It's like now I have Michael Jackson's nose guy. Right. You know? Yes. Or like you know, plastic surgery disasters, you know, like you you take a photo of somebody and then you have an expert talk about it Mm -hmm. and then maybe you have a little segment of pettiness where you talk about bad work. Bad nose, yes. Well, it's like right now, there's this guy that I follow whose whole thing is the closed scarless rhinoplasty where Mm. they don't even make an incision on the outside. They just go up in there and they do their stuff and it's uh, you can't even detect it. Ooh. But then there's this question of like, but how much work can they actually do? You know, there's a girl on Vanderpump. I mean, it's combining my love. There's a girl on Vanderpump who got her nose done by him. And it's just very, very subtle. And uh, that's how I started following him. And then there was this woman in England who went to someone there and I was following her nose job journey. I mean, it's a rich world. You, you are. And I, have pictures of my, I have pictures of my kids' boogers. What's going on? <laughs> you, wow. You are. It's, it's not like. When they say the kids have an, like an anal phase, you're in your nasal phase. <laughs> yes, I am. That's what you're in in your 40s, your nasal your nose- phase. <laughs> I just say, I had with mine, I have a deviated septum. I do too. Yeah. And I, twinsies. and when I went, <laughs> twinsies, cocaine. <laughs> and so, and so I had to get like, I had to help my whole, my, my whole face looked at because I was snoring in which I do not mm. snore that much anymore, by the way. And, nice. um, I had my whole thing looked in and it was incredible. They did this whole like mapping and my nose just goes <laughs> in mm. the middle. Like it's pretty bad. And then it's like, wow. Wait, it's not, you said cocaine though, but it's not really from that, is it? Oh yeah. 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 That in, um, and getting hit with a baseball when I was a kid, I got my nose fractured and it never really healed. Mm-hmm. And then I used to like, you know, party a lot. And so. Wait, I didn't. We've never talked about this, but we can on this show. Oh, we I can didn't on know this that show. You had, I, did, I mean, I always suspected that because you, you've <laughs> talked about. I never suspected cocaine, though. I suspected like rave drugs. Oh, yeah. 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 No, there, I used to. I used, Yeah, I used to. um we could, this is a whole show, but yeah, yeah I used, maybe we I used talk to talk about it. You know what? We're going to do it on another episode. <laughs> the cocaine episode. The drug episode. Yeah. Okay. We have a lot more listener questions. We can get to those on another show. Yes, I know. And also, I'm looking at the time. Of course, it's our first episode. So we are learning to pace ourselves. We're, we're getting a handle on it. We're not going to be able to get to everything we planned on, but that'll just no. make the next one even extra supercharged. Yeah, and there'll be less preparation. Uh, let's see here. So uh, I wanted to get to this, and this is kind of the main topic of the day, but we'll, 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 we'll shorten it a bit. Okay. Uh, th- that means I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get to the point for the first time in my life. But so back in know, late January, it was my birthday. And well, basically, I, I wanted to talk about disastrous things that can happen during a dinner. Okay. And if and if if you have any experiences like this, I have a few um, because you know meal time is a very intimate time. <laughs> but I went to this place with my wife and uh, a group of close friends, like friends I've known for like twenty five years. Like uh, I went to this place called the Steakenstein, which is in Pico Rivera. That's fun. Have you ever heard of this place? I never have, but I like the name. It sounds yeah. like Frankenstein. <laughs> 
It's like a really old timey kind of steakhouse where it's really dark inside, and there's a guy like kind of playing jazzy stuff on the guitar. And oh, cool! Like red t- leather booths, white tablecloth kind of situation. Exactly that. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of funny. The guy playing the music, I was like. That guy plays in a Beatles tribute band because he has a John Lennon haircut. But <laughs> and like once you're in the tribute band, you got to rock that look every day. Like Elvis impersonators, you're right. always an Elvis impersonator, yeah. you know. But so we're we're sitting down and I'm with my my buddy Jim and his wife and kids and my my buddy Oscar and his girlfriend and again Whenever we go out to eat, and especially when my wife joins in, it just becomes like a big roast of me because there's no greater joy that these people have in their lives than making fun of me. And my wife loves making fun of me. It's like her favorite thing ever. It doesn't work the other way, though. If I like laugh at her, it's like, what? (laughs) So we're eating dinner and, you know... And I'm waiting for my, you know, 32 ounce steak and my potato the size of a, you know, NFL ball, you know, to come out and, you know, and oh, by the way, this place has, this is something, this is a great plug for them. This place has something you can't get anywhere else. I thought it was banned or the world ran out of it, but Catalina dressing. Ooh, do I even remember what, is that like orange colored? Yeah. And like not a thousand island color, but like a, like the color of the guitar behind you. Yes. It's like a classy thousand island. It's like, like, like if thousand, you were, okay. yeah, if you were like Don Draper, that's what you'd have on your salad back in the day. What does it taste like? Sweet tangy sauce. Yeah, it's sweet tangy, mildly tomatoey, mm. little little sweet, pretty sweet actually. Yeah, it's yeah. Catalina, it's like, I haven't not seen that in a really long time. Oh, I know. I think they have like the the, the last of it on Earth. <laughs> What's what's funny is like it, I'm remembering the first time I heard someone order that, and I, it was like encounter like oh my god, there's other dressings in the world that I don't know about. Yeah. You never I mean, forget where you were when you learn about a dressing. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm I'm enjoying my my salad, which had you know absolutely no spinach in it, just like romaine lettuce mm-hmm. and huge croutons. Nice. You know. <laughs> and my wife's telling this story about you know, having our son, Declan. And again, this is a jovial atmosphere. I've had a few vodkas. And my my wife says, you know, when I gave birth, she's telling this story. And Mm. I said, wait, honey, you didn't give birth. You had a C-section. You did? I did. (laughs) What? uh, Okay. Okay. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to say anything. I I know that I'm going to have to talk my way back from that. Yeah, because the, the way you set up the story is she likes to give you shit, but you're not allowed to give her shit. And this is going to be a story of her giving you shit. And yet you just told me an example of you giving her shit. So now you got me hooked. So I, I'm, I'm sitting there and you know me, Allison. My wife knows me. I'm not like some angry misogynist. A-hole. No, I no. was... I was saying it, I was saying the awful thing knowing it was awful as a joke. Okay, right? so you you said it in jest. Completely. You were, you were being that guy. Right. And my I don't know if that's a good that guy or a bad that guy, but I was being that guy that says the awful thing. My friends get it. They know it's funny. My my friend's wife thought it was funny. You know, whatever. But my 
my my wife had like a a knee jerk or more of a, a hand jerk reaction to this, and her right hand I was sitting right next to her. Oh no! Whap! And right she in the Catalina dressing, <laughs> hit me in the eye, <gasps> and she now. Much like I'm sure Greg Fitzsimmons wears one of these on every finger, but she has a clotter ring. What is that? Oh, oh, oh! Wait, I thought it's called a clotow. Clotta, clotta. Do you mean that Irish thing? The Irish ring that says "I'm taken" with the yes. heart on it. Right, depending on which direction the heart goes. The, it's like yes, I think it's a clotow. That's how I had heard it. This was a very dark steakhouse, and so yeah. I did. I didn't see it coming. It was like. It was like, you ever see Pootie Tang when you just like whip somebody? It's like, and it's gone. No, but I got to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be around. <laughs> Louis C.K., man. Um, so she yeah. smacks you. That wasn't her... a pro Louis C.K. thing I when I said Louis C.K., man, by the way, right yeah. after the misogynistic comment about my wife's C section. But anyway, so out of nowhere comes this hand, and I get backhand, and now I, I didn't have time. To close my eye. And so oh, I got clotter ring on eyeball. Oh, no. And Claudel ring on eyeball. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, this is going to be an email episode. This is how you pronounce it. You pronounce things oh, wrong. I bet that guy is not a... What if that guy's a patron? We'll find out. So I grab, <laughs> I grab my eye and I'm like... I, I, it went from we're all laughing to like I genuinely was kind of pissed. That yeah. I, well, yes, you have a physical reaction. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh. And now my friends, you could just see their faces. Like, I will never live this down. Remember that you night? Will never. We, I will never oh, live this down. Oh, because it's the night that they witnessed the domestic violence between your wife and you. Exactly. Remember that night when Todd got slapped? And so ever since, like, these Russian slap boxing videos, I get sent like every day. Hey, it's oh, no. Todd at dinner. You know, like, so I'm sitting there and I was like, I was like taken aback because my wife had never hit me before. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. No, no. How, was, now, was she a few vodkas in too? She had a, like, she was on like her second Moscow mule. Okay. So I turned to her and I'm like, couldn't hit me. Like, <laughs> and it's like, you don't want people to hear you, but you're like, really, really? Was it? Yeah. And then she's just like, maybe don't say stupid shit, you know, kind of thing. Like, oh, like, yeah. F- fuck around and find out kind of thing. Uh huh. And so I was just sitting there like, okay, maybe I, we just talk about this later. Like, I want to get through dinner. I don't want to fight. Right. I, I don't want to be white trash couple fighting in front. Of, like, that's the last thing I want to be on earth. I always want to be, try to be cooler than that. Right. Mm. And, but even though I was pissed. Yeah. So, well, no, were you worried about like a mark or anything like or blood or anything? Yeah, yeah, I was doing the is that right. tears, like yeah, tears or blood, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and and I look at my I'm like okay, and um, my friends are just it's rolling in laughter, and so I just sat there I, I, about two minutes of like fighting every reaction to kind of, and I was just like, Whew. I'm I'm letting it go. Letting it go. I know my wife Good. doesn't hate me. She's not trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. She just kind of had a reaction of uh, to the dumb joke, you know. And uh, so my friends are like, "Oh, it's going to be a fun drive home for you two, <laughs> you know." Oh wait, should should I do that like John Mulaney? Oh, it's going to be a fun drive home for you two. Oh my God, you do the best Mulaney. 
Thank you. And but you know what? I held it together, and my you wife did. and I, when we got in the car on the drive home, I was like, "We're never going to live this down." That was the conversation. Was not. Oh my God, you hit me, or her going, Oh my right. God, you said the dumbest joke ever. It was, we both realize it for the rest of our lives. Hey, Todd, remember that time when Sarah slapped you in the face? You know, is <laughs> what I'm going to hear for the rest of my life. So yeah. I think maybe this was a positive thing came of it, of my wife and I being like, Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Like together, you both experienced a humiliation that'll prevent it from going any further. Correct. Yes, yes. Did did she ever apologize? Did you ever apologize? No, I was just like, you know me, you know, you know, I did that. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't think she really ever apologized for the slap. I think it was just kind of like, oh, I didn't know I was going to hit you that hard. I think it right. was supposed to be a a fun. Yes. Eh, Todd, you asshole. You know, right. But it was a slap. So, yeah, I'm just let it be known that I'm never going to have a day of my life when that is not brought up to me by my buddies. Right. And now you just told a lot more people. Oh, yes. It's going to be a, a thing. Next time we enter the After Hours right. Lounge, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, oh, guess what? Or like people are going to bring out their cell phones. Right. And just like how like they beat the crap out of Takeshi 6ix9ine the other day in a gym. It's going to be like that, but people just walking up slapping me. Be like, oh, I slapped Todd. It'll be like hitting Dave Grohl with a Mentos or something. Wait, who's Takeshi 6ix9ine? A snitch. For in, in, in what, what field is he in and for what? Fill me in. He, he, Maybe okay. this is news for the listeners too. This is a, there was a whole documentary about this guy and he was a rapper in Brooklyn that professed that he was like a member of the Bloods and like all this gang affiliated stuff. And he would make these crazy music videos of him doing insane things. It was like, it was almost like a shock rap kind of thing. And then he got involved with the Bloods and then there was, they were under investigation. And so he ratted on them, on all of them. Oh, so he's just known by whether people care about the bloods or whatever. When you just think of like, what's a snitch? What's mm-hmm. the last thing you do? And the guy acted like he was a badass, but just folded right. under testimony. So now that he's out of jail, everywhere he goes, people try to beat the crap out of him because he's a snitch. He should be in witness protection. He should, or have some like big security yeah. guards around. But the problem is he has like 30 face tats. So like... Oh, it'd be hard to disguise him yeah like michael jackson covering up vitiligo with the white makeup like it's you no matter what you're not you're never gonna get over that he'd have to wear like an elephant man hood going around to not be noticed todd do you have tattoos have we talked about this yes i have my one tattoo and my taking care of business because oh right drunk yes yes and you have no tattoos i have no tattoos. sorry i forgot that i have um do you ever have that experience where you're like out with someone and you're having a conversation and like it's sort of like a heart to heart uh and then like a little while later they ask you a question and you're like we just talked about this like 20 minutes ago now I feel like you weren't listening at all have you had that experience yes yes I have uh, I just feel now, like, actually yeah yeah I feel like I gave you that experience yes uh, yes okay that's what I'm saying right when I asked if you have any tattoos I felt like I did that thing of like yeah but, you know, anyway, sorry. Yes, I have no tattoos. However, I've been, like, thinking lately maybe I should get one, except and I think I've talked about this before. I don't know where. But, like, I feel like moms who get tattoos is, like, a whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a little bit cliche. And what would I get? I don't know. But I f- also there's like a tiny tattoo trend. Have oh. you seen these? They're like very small, like single line tattoos. And I think those are neat. But maybe they're the trendiest of tattoos. I don't know. I might get a tiny thing somewhere. You know, I think if history has shown us anything, getting like, any kind of tattoo trend, whether you're talking about the tramp stamp, the tribal Barbed tattoo. Barbed wire around your arm. Or not, bar- yeah, tribal, yeah. Oh, the the hipster, like 2008, the arrow. Oh, I don't know that one. Like like an arrow that looks like it would be on the side of a teepee. Like kind of a Native oh. American looking arrow. Like it, the, the big black star in yes. maybe... Like the year two thousand, two thousand one, all mm-hmm. those look terrible. So, and and at the time, maybe the people thought, "Oh, this doesn't look terrible. This is just cool." But Probably, so, I would yeah. say, go the opposite. Could huge, Timeless. huge tattoo, <laughs> like a like a big American flag. Yes, that'll right. never go out of style. Right above your eyebrow. Well, you know, freedom's yes. forever, Allison. It is forever. I love it. Well, you know, unless you have a killer dining disaster story, I don't. You know, I. Excuse me. I was going through and like I have things that went sideways here and there, but I don't have anything that can rival your story. Okay. I feel you won this round. So with that, I think we're going to exit the uh, After Hours Lounge and we'll be back because we, we promised you guys two shows a month. So we'll be back yeah. in a few days with another episode of Allison and Todd. TNA. TNA. <laughs> TNA. No, I was, I was going to go damage. Rupee Mulaney. Oh. Yeah. Remember, there's a thin line between... The Appalachian Mountains is the only thing that gets between Mulaney and Damashek. That's right. Just like to say thank you guys for subscribing, and we'll be back in a couple days with Drug Stories. I know. Yes. That's been Allison and Todd After Hours. Thanks for supporting the show on Patreon. Questions, comments, or irrational rage? Send us a message on the Patreon app. I'm Marley Balin Frederick. Catch you next show. And until then, the lounge is closed. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here.